Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. Today, we have a great question from Diane. Diane is headed on vacation. Yeah, Diane. (laughs) And she asked if I have any wisdom about how to eat while you're away. And I get it. Sometimes vacation can be bittersweet, right? You're in your home routine. You've got your Bible study time. You've got some meals you like. Maybe you've got your walking trail as well, Lord. And you want to get away. You want to spend some time with your friends and family, see some new sites, turn off your cell phone. But then there's a little bit of fear. You hate to ruin the progress that you've made or that routine that you've found. And I'm here to assure you that you absolutely can have a great time on vacation and not come home entrenched in the diet mindset and the little tight in the pants, right? Your pants don't have to be tight when you come home from vacation. And it's really all about the mindset and how we think about food and how we approach our opportunities to eat. Now, obviously, there are a couple of practical things we could do. I'm going to touch on those real quick because I don't want to overlook them. Uh, and then we'll get into some of the mindset pieces. So there's kind of things that you can and can't control when you're not on your home turf and when you are on your home turf too. But when it comes to traveling, one of the things you want to keep in mind is thinking ahead and preparing. They're probably going to be limited snacks and maybe not so healthy options in the airport. So if you're flying, pack some beef jerky, protein bars, Lara bars, some nuts in your purse. That way, if you get stuck somewhere, you're not forced to buy the food on the airplane or in the little airport with hardly any vendors. If you are traveling via car, consider packing snacks that are enjoyable and tasty, but not so tasty that they make it difficult to stop. Especially when you're leaving from home, it's a great opportunity to grab some fruit, maybe some veggie sticks, and a couple of sweet and salty snacks to fill in the gaps. But having nourishing options available will definitely help you feel a lot better along that ride. If you're staying in a hotel with a small refrigerator or like an Airbnb that has a full kitchen in it, the first stop when you get to the new place that you're visiting is to jump in the car, visit the grocery store, and pick up some pre-made salads, maybe rotisserie chicken, some easy meals that you can throw together, and especially breakfast so that you can leave the hotel or the house in the morning feeling really great and focused with lots of sustainable energy that's going to hold you over until lunchtime. But when you don't have control over what's available, what do you do? This episode is brought to you by Classical Conversations. Are you interested in homeschooling, but you feel like you lack the support you need? I used to feel the same way, but I learned that not only am I my daughter's first teacher, I can actually be her best teacher. And it's the same for you. 
You can learn more about how to make homeschooling doable at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gracefield. What do you do when you are being served a meal by friends and family and there may not be a vegetable inside or when you're at a restaurant that doesn't have any healthy options available to you? Well, this is the beauty of connecting with your hunger and fullness signals. Yep, the eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full signals will not let you down during this season. Aim to enter a meal pleasantly hungry. That means feeling an emptiness in your belly, a definite desire to eat, but not so ravenous that it's hard to control your cravings once you do start eating. No, I completely understand that there are going to be some situations that you cannot control your hunger. I mean, if you're not hungry for lunch and everybody's eating lunch, what do you do? Whether you eat a small meal, a modest amount that you think will hold you over adequately until the next meal where you could be hungry for that meal. And again, you're kind of guessing here and you could have a couple of nuts in your purse just in case you get hungry, but do your best to kind of stick within the context of hunger and fullness. When you're sitting down to the meal, first of all, enjoy that you didn't have to cook it. Isn't that amazing? Eat slowly, be present, enjoy your company, enjoy the new flavors that you have, and try to stop when you are satisfied. Not full, not stuffed, just satisfied. Now, it's a lot easier to stop when you're satisfied if you are, in fact, hungry when you start. But even if not, again, you can use that beautiful brain of yours and take a limited size portion, right? What you think is a moderate amount of food, the amount that you would serve one of your adult children or a best friend and have that meal and enjoy it and enjoy the company of your family. So hunger, fullness, and watching the portions can be really, really helpful. The other thing that helps me a lot is when I'm at a buffet or at a family-style dinner is to pick out my favorite foods. I do try to have some vegetables, fruits, lighter foods on my plate just to fill my belly up because I like to have a nice portion of food and richer foods tend to fill you up with smaller portions. But survey the table, survey the menu and find the thing that you like the most. If you're looking over a table full, like if you were to rate the food on a scale of one to 10, what would be a seven and up? And take those enjoyable foods, try to stick to those most enjoyable foods. And I believe that you will feel mentally satisfied and able to move on without thinking about food. And then we can even take it sort of to the next level. So we talked about overall choosing the foods that you like the most and having your servings of veggies or lighter foods available too. But when it gets to your plate, eat the best bites first. (laughs) Choose the bites that look the tastiest, the most delicious, the most amazing, and have those now. (laughs) Fill yourself up with what you like. That way, if you get to the end of the plate, you won't be tempted to keep eating, even though your belly is already full. Case in point, when I was a kid, I loved Lucky Charms, and I would eat all of the boring cereal pieces out first and then eat all the marshmallows. Crazy, right? The way that you would do it with this concept is to eat the marshmallows first. This is just an example, probably a really poor one. Eat the marshmallows first. That way, when you fill your belly up, you can leave this plain cereal behind. Or another example would be if you get a burger and fries. For me, it's the floppy fry I like the most. 
I'm going to pick the favorite fries. I'm going to cut my burger in half, maybe take that big juicy bite out of the center right away. That way I'm filling my belly up on what I enjoy the most and it's easier to leave the other bites behind. But as you notice, a lot of it comes back to how we think about the food, how we frame it, and how we allow ourselves to enjoy it and then move on. Final point is to keep a clean slate. Don't let mishaps or imperfections linger any longer than they need. If you make a choice that you wish you hadn't, let it go. Dwelling on our mistakes, dwelling on little things, big things, it doesn't help us. We repent to the Lord if we made a choice that we feel like he was directing us to do otherwise. Sweep it under the rug of his grace and we move on. Wait till you're hungry, eat your next meal, have a great vacation. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Oh, and P.S. Are you exhausted from fighting binge eating? Whew. I know how it can just drain you to always be stuck in the middle of a food fight. And the fastest way to get exhausted is to fight the battle on your own. And the truth is a binge, well, it never happens in a peaceful environment. So rather than fighting the darkness, turn on the light. That's why I wanna share with you my binge proof action planner, which is gonna help you put feet to your faith and creating a purposeful, peace-filled plan to overcome binge eating. Download it with the link in the show notes. Oh, 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 I have one more thing to ask. If you have two minutes, could you please head on over to your podcast app and rate and review the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast? That will give our podcast lots of extra juice to reach women just like you who need food freedom and hope through Jesus Christ. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six-month deep dive, start-to-finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.